Greetings and welcome to the Prospector's Pickaxe. I'm Dr. Chris Lineberry, the principal at Apache Junction High School, and I'm joined today by one of our juniors. Her name is Isabel Yakel, and Isabel is um, in, highly involved in student government, um, a strong student, um, helped out with sports medicine this year, and just really an all-around great great young lady to know. So Isabel, how are you? I'm doing super good. Super happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. I'm uh, hoping to hear that your family is all healthy and everybody's doing well. Yes, yes, super healthy. Good, good. Now you, um, you know, the, the, the virus is in Apache Junction. I know that at Banner Goldfield, they've had some cases at uh, Mountain Vista, um, they've had some cases. So, um, you know, it's it's real. And uh, hopefully Arizona is going to co- start coming down on our, coming down the other side of the peak, so to speak, when it comes to this virus. But uh, you're a junior, so this has not affected you the same way that it will have affected many of our seniors. Um, no, definitely not. Do you want to talk about how all of this has has affected you and your and your family at all um yeah uh so my mom is actually type 2 diabetic so uh the highest likely people to catch the virus are i think people with asthma and health risks and then diabetics are the number two so i've had a social distance uh extreme amount i haven't really been able to go out i like talk to people anything like that which you're supposed to be doing but as a kid, you know, we're like not as susceptible. So I haven't really been able to do any of that because of my mom. So I want to make sure she's healthy and she doesn't get sick. Sure. But sure. at the same time, I still do have to work and stuff. And I've been doing like the grocery shopping. So my mom's going to have to go out. So it's just been kind of difficult. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot to balance. I would imagine it's been tough to balance. Um, you know, trying to stay involved in school, trying to do student council stuff, trying to work a job. How many hours do you work in a week, Isabel? Um, it's calmed down a lot. I've been giving people that have that need to support their families more of the time, like if this was like the second job. So I work about six to ten hours a week. Okay, but then you're doing all the other stuff too. Uh yeah. grocery shopping, et cetera. Are you using gloves and a mask and all that good stuff? Yeah, I keep hand sanitizer on my lanyard. <laughs> yeah, well, good, good, and and what a um, what an awesome way to look at the world to be willing to give up some of your shifts so the people who who may need it in order to support their families are able to do it. It says a lot about the yeah. kind of young lady you are. Um, Thank you. <laughs> sure, sure. So, talk a little bit about school and and how that's impacted. Um, the fact that school's closed, how how has that impacted you in your life? Um, as well as how has the... That's all right. And, and uh, the other thing I'd like to know is how has this distance uh, learning and giving you opportunities through, um, you know, online, how has that either helped or uh, taken away from what you would normally get in school? So um, I'm a very eccentric kind of person. I, I'm a very hands-on. I love talking to people. So online school has been kind of a struggle, especially with TV, because we are still being graded, and the classes haven't really changed at all. We're still doing a lot of work every week and assignment every day. So that's been really tough because, especially with TV, it's 
it's something that you really do need to see in person. But my teacher's been helping us as much as she can. She's been doing, she's been reading the stuff vocally and then recording it for us so that we can hear her saying it. But at the same time, it is just a lot harder to learn online than it is for me, like in a classroom setting. But as of like AJ schooling, I think, I think it's helped a lot because I know at this time of the year, I would have been really, really stressed with finals and all that. So now right. I'm just kind of reviewing online at my own pace and kind of going along with that. So I think it, it's helped a lot through like AJ, but even still pretty tough. So um, for those who don't know, EVIT is the East Valley Institute of Technology, and they're a technical school that Apache Junction High School partners with. Um, and we have some students who go, who go there for classes either in the afternoons or the mornings and study various things from um, being a vet tech to being a uh, CNA to um, construction work, um, which we hold on our site, as well as culinary and welding. Um, what program are you involved in there? Uh, Isabel. So right now, I'm in anatomy and physiology, which is my first year, and then I'll be in physical therapy next year. Awesome. Awesome. What a great opportunity for a, a high school student to be able to have that kind of training um, prior to even graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. That's that's really, really awesome. Um, what kind of challenges would you say you're facing um, as both a young person, as a, you know, as a daughter, as a um, as a worker, what, what kind of challenges are you facing as a result of the COVID nineteen kind of um, social distancing order that Governor Ducey put into place? Um, I get I get really frustrated mentally a lot of the times, like because this virus is on that it's a challenge that we all of us that we all have to work with. But I also get frustrated when I see on social media that people aren't taking it seriously and they're still hanging out with their friends. And you hear all these other states that might be opening up back up on May 1st. Arizona might not make that criteria because we don't have the people staying inside like they should. And it's frustrating, honestly, because I know we all want this to end as soon as it can. But it's just it's not going to happen if people keep going out. So I think it's really frustrating. And then I know I'm not the kind of person who loves huge changes. I like change. I like a variety of different things. But this is such a dramatic change that happened so, so fast for all of us. And we're all having to adapt at it at the same time. And honestly, none of us know what we're doing, really. And I think that's a struggle. We find out, like, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, you know, this, this virus has, I think, challenged us in a lot of ways. Um, it's challenged our thinking. It's challenged. Um, I know that it's put in perspective some, for me, what's important. Um, mm-hmm you know, getting to spend as much time as I, I get to spend with my kids, although sometimes challenging, don't get me wrong. Um, I am very grateful for it, you know, and the mm-hmm. fact that I get to continue to interact with the kids and the staff at Apache Junction High School, and we still get to do some things to make sure that our students are doing well. Um, and it's not just about academics. It's about uh, certainly about academics, but it's also about how you're doing as a person and, you know, your mental and uh, physical health and well-being as well. So when you face these challenges, Isabel, what kind of things or are you doing anything that maybe to help you take care of yourself so that it doesn't become too much? Um, So I've I've been spending a lot of time with my family as well. My mom and I play 
a board game at least once a week. We try and play one every day. So that's really helped me because I love my mom. So just spending time with her brought me down a lot. Um, I do a lot of research so that I'm not hearing fake news and I'm, I'm really good at the facts so I know what's going on as much as I can. I like to I like to know things. Um, just that kind of stuff. For student council, I've really been putting a lot of effort into that and it, it helps. I love student council so much so it really helps. Well, you and guys have done. That's a great teacher. Yeah, you guys have. Well, Miss Williamson is an incredible leader, and and you all have done yeah. a really amazing job this year. Um, mm-hmm. So, what kind of things are you doing to take care of yourself? Are you exercising at all, or have you tried meditation? Um, oh yeah. Or mindfulness. Um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, I've been waking up on the days that I do wake up early. I haven't been sleeping in a little bit, taking advantage of that. But on the days that I do wake up early, I like to go on like a mile or two run. Um, I I've been into yoga for a few years now, so I've been doing a lot of yoga, getting pretty good at that, honestly. Good. Um, yeah, just that kind of stuff. I, I go and runs with my dog sometimes. Play with them outside. Yeah, you know, um, I think oftentimes we forget that. Uh, it is extremely important that we use our minds and that we expand our intellect and our capability for thought. But, you know, you cannot separate the mind and the body. And if you're not doing a good job of taking care of the body, um, the effect will be felt in the mind. And I think the same thing goes the other way. If you're not doing a good job of taking care of your mental health, then it will manifest in problems with your physical health. So I'm glad to hear that you're doing some things to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, both physically and emotionally. Um, you know, what, what are you most excited about as we hopefully get out of this uh, coronavirus, um, social distancing? What, you know, and obviously that's going to be um, probably a couple of uh, months away, if not a month away. What do you feel like is the first thing you're going to do when this stuff gets lifted? Oh, jeez. I think the first thing I'll probably do is go see my best friend because I miss them so much. And Chase and just is not the same. Yeah. Other than that, I'll probably immediately go shopping. Shopping. (laughs) 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 Yeah, got to go shopping. Got to go shopping. Yeah. Um, So what kind of uh, words of wisdom do you have or what thing would you want anybody listening to to this to know about getting through this um what advice do you have or what have you learned as a result of this um i think the biggest thing and this is this is for everyday life honestly is just be positive and always trying to find something positive about a day because it's not a bad day it's a bad moment and you can make any day the best thing that I can be. So you have to find something positive or else you just you just won't get through it. But every single day at the end of the day, you just have to look at it and say, I made it through this day, I'll get through tomorrow. And then you have to find one piece of your day that worked out, that was good. And it, it, every day, it'll get easier from there. So, you know, I, I think that's great advice, Isabel. You know, you, a lot of, uh, <laughs> well, I think Abraham Lincoln or, or maybe it was Mark Twain who said that um, pessimists and optimists are right about the same amount of time. Um, It all depends on how we look at the world. Um, I'm sure that in your life you face challenges that you had to overcome, um, difficulties. And, uh, 
you know, part of what this podcast is about is about helping us all tap into grit and perseverance and that um, kind of inner drive that we all have to make ourselves better, stronger people. Is there a particular time that you'd be willing to share with us when you went through a, a hard time um, or you faced challenges and, and how did you get through that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, it kind of all started when I was going into my freshman year because, you know, as a freshman, you have to you have to establish yourself. I and mean, it's not like the movies where you have to fit into a group, but you have to you have to pick who, who it is you're going to be, who you're going to act like, who you want to present yourself as. Mm-hmm. And so my eighth grade year, I went in because my older sister was in even kind of stuff like that. And she had a different perspective where she was going to school to strive to, to become the best person she could be. And I looked at that as she didn't care because she didn't have like a lot of friends. She was focused on school and that's, that was her passion. So I went into my freshman year not caring about things. And I was still, I was still in honors classes and AP classes and still caring about school, of course. But I, I just didn't really care that much to have relationships with people or to care about myself. And like every night I was just crying over my history homework because it was super hard. And that's not really good for teachers, right? But just like every day I just, I just didn't have like my purpose. And it wasn't until like my sophomore year when I joined student council and I absolutely loved it. It changed me so much. But at that same time, I became too much, I felt like. And I felt like people didn't like that version of me because I was so enthusiastic and so extra, as we should just say. And that's fine for me. And it was my junior year when I decided to run for junior class president that I realized that that was okay and that's who I am. And sometimes I have to pick the people that I'm around when I am my over-involved extra self. But that my personality is super, super enthusiastic and I love that about me now. And I used to, I used to not like it because it was like being in student council, that's where your family's supposed to be. And I found the place that I fit in. And I found the place I belong. But at the same time, I didn't feel like I belonged, if that makes any sense. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It absolutely does. And, and I had somebody tell me one time, you know, Chris, it is none of your business what other people think about you. And I mm-hmm. thought, man, that's a heck of a thing to say to me. But they were absolutely right. Somebody else's thoughts are their thoughts. And somebody else's feelings are their feelings. And it really is none of my business what they think of me. I think what matters at the end of the day is, am I square with the person that I see in the mirror? Yes. Because you cannot argue with the man in the mirror. Um, The man in the mirror knows So it sounds to me like this struggle or process that you went through really went to you coming to grips with and accepting the young lady you see in the mirror. Definitely, definitely. I just, I was so not okay with myself for such a long time. And then it just clicked, everything clicked. And I'm I'm so happy with who I am today. Well, I think you should be. Uh, We just said other people's opinions don't matter, but I'll tell you that I have a very high opinion of you and uh, I I love what you do for our school and for our community. And I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to work with with young people like yourself um, and all the kids at Apache Junction High School who really, you know, I I learn every single day from our students and you know, every single person on our campus has something to offer. And my mm-hmm. challenge, the challenge I pose to myself, is to find out what it is within that person that 
they have to offer and although they may not see it in themselves and then help them kind of draw that out and um, help them to become the best version of themselves that they can and uh, I think that we're starting to have some success at school I think we've done a lot of really positive things this year I think that involving you guys as students in our mission and vision and where we want to go and what we want to do and who we want to become has been one of the strongest things I've done in my 15 years of administrative career. Um, so I'm very grateful to you and, and to your, to your uh, classmates for mm-hmm. what you've taught me every day about grit and perseverance and kindness and school spirit and, um, it's just really been a joy to be at Apache Junction High School. And there are some people who will say, oh, he's just saying that. No, that's the truth. Um, I am. I love going to work. And I love what I do every day. And um, I love getting to work with young people and seeing that light come on and seeing them come to grips with who they are and being okay with that and pleased with that. And if they're not okay with that, that's okay too. But then helping them and helping them to kind of find the path so that they can become okay with themselves. I think that's really important. And we've, we've tried really hard to establish those relationships this year at school. Definitely. I think you've done a really, really good job at that. I think a lot of us just from last year, years prior had really lost hope in our high school and stuff like that. We started feeding into the, the stigma that AJ has become and has been given and I think this year you have inspired so much hope, not only in me, but in just a bunch of people about how great our school really can be. And we've seen that and, will, and continue to improve. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I am smart enough to know that I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So <laughs> what I have done is I've surrounded myself with incredible people um, like our administrative staff and our teachers who, who, um, you know, I had a small hand in hiring some of, but who were already there, who are just phenomenal educators mm-hmm. and human beings who have tons of experience. And, uh, you know, we have a strong team at Apache Junction High School. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. This is the prospector's pickaxe. And, you know, what we, we are the prospectors and we mine human potential. And that's what this podcast is about. And that's what our school is about, is about finding that kernel of greatness that's inside each and every one of our students, staff and community members and helping to draw that out. So um, I'm glad to be on this ride. And uh, I'm certainly glad to be on this ride with you and a lot of your your other classmates to get to see where we can take Apache Junction, because there is no limit to how far we can go. Exactly. Well, Isabel, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining me for the Prospector's Pickaxe. Um, Thank you so much for having me. This is Chris Lineberry with another episode of the Prospector's Pickaxe. Thank you for listening, Isabel. Thank you for being here. And uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Be well.